0: like for all of you to stand up and scream yeah for yeah for todd yeah i, I, I was getting a, somebody was giving me a word back there that's that's what was happening uh, and i'll get the rest of it later thank you <laughs> Uh, Okay. Let's pray. (laughs) It's hot. I got really, I get sweaty during this. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being here. Thank you for saturating our hearts. God, thank you for um, making yourself known to everyone, God, and the ones who are scared in this room. (laughs) Uh, God, I ask that you would show them that your realm is just wild and full of power and love like they never even imagined before. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you, Jesus. You know, I, I read... This is aside. I, I read this thing that Bill Johnson put out a while back called The Good, The Bad. The Good, The Weird, and The Ugly. What? The Good, The Bad, and The Something. Anyway... He, it was a cool little booklet and he was, he was trying to explain to people, um, some of the ways that the Holy Spirit moves when you, like, if, for, for those that don't get it. And he was saying that, <clears throat> he said the coolest analogy that sometimes for some people that, that are onlookers and they see other people that are operating or moving in the, in, you know, in the Spirit in a way that they're not. It's just bizarre to them, but it's like, it's like some, they are on one side of a really thick glass wall and the other person that they're watching is listening to music, but they can't hear it. And the other person's dancing to this music, so it just looks crazy to them, you know? So um, so my prayer in a place like this is that the glass wall will break down and um, that we will all just be filled with the Holy Spirit. It looks different for everyone. Uh I got something I want to talk about, but I actually first want to share a song with you. Um, I love when uh, if you don't know me, I'm the youth pastor at this church and um, and <laughs> and I really feel strange being up here. Can I can somebody um, help me carry this thing down? <laughs> Thank you. Oh, much better. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, man, I feel I feel more me now. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I with the youth group, I've always loved to share with them um something that's happening to me right then and there, you know, or that week or a song that's really ministering to me, you know, or a, a theme that God's God's dealing with me with. And um there is a I'm going to I'm going to promote an album right now. There's so many great worship albums that have come out this past year amazing ones um i think my favorite though is uh it's by laura hackett who is from the house of prayer kansas city and um this uh, this album is called love will have its way packed with songs full of uh, lyrics that i thought did she write these all about me about my inner stuff you know everything full of of things about the artist you know the person who's the artist and people don't get you but what you can release into the world. I mean, just all kinds of stuff like that. Anyway, but I just wanted to share with you, um, just for fun, uh, one of the songs that have been absolutely messing my face up. And I mean that really, because when I get in the car and listen to this, I have to pull over because tears come down. Um, I didn't put the words up on the screen for you, but I'm going to read them ahead of time. I don't think it'll spoil it. Just so that you could sit back and and soak it all in, but maybe if there's a word or two you don't understand, you you might you might get it. But uh, this is called the Song of Destiny. You mind getting that ready, Mr. Awesome Patrick? Thank you, sir. Um, by Laura Hackett. The words say, "Don't give up. Don't give up. I'll carry your burdens again. Don't give up. I'll carry your burdens again. Don't give up. Quiet your mind. Calm your soul." Your heart will sing again when you hear. <clears throat> Can you hear the songs? Can you rise above? The angels cry holy. Their songs rise before me. The angels cry holy. Their songs rise before me in glory. And then, and then God says, heaven knows how you've cried. My ears have heard your songs in the night. Don't forget that high and lofty place we share together. As real as right now, it will be forever. Come rise above and sing a song of your destiny. And don't give up. Your life has just begun. Lift your voice. Join angels beholding. Cry holy. So let's just soak in this awesome song for a few minutes. Just because you're my friends and I want to hear it again. Cool? Thank you, Patrick. Can you play it? So it's good for us to get quiet. just begun. Wow, what do you think? Isn't it? <laughs> Woo! <clears throat> if I get a hold of some good music, I like to share it with my friends. So... That's Laura Hackett. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's called um, Love Will Have Its Way. Yeah, it's really... The whole album is <laughs> so good. <sighs> <laughs> I want you to know I just shared an intimate thing with you. Because <laughs> that's... I'm serious. Like, like that's, that's been a song that I, I get alone and I just cry my eyes out. Like the crying that you do loudly you know <laughs> i'm like ah, the ugly cry they call it oh man <clears throat> ah, okay so um yeah i i we the leadership here we recently mentioned to you that we wanted to share a little bit of some snippets some things that we got from the leaders advance we went to up at bethel and um i'm going to be <clears throat> Really humble here and tell you that I, I, um, what I'm about to share with you is something that just slammed me almost to the floor. Um, really spoke to me in a very convicting way, a very good way, a very soothing and hard way at the same time. Reminds me of Jesus because, you know, he is the lamb that is the lion, meek and the mighty. As Chris Valentin <clears throat> was saying this, and even though I'm going to give you a little bit of what the Lord said to him, when he said it, I felt like God was saying, and this is true for you, Todd. Um, but I also feel like it's true for a lot of us. But he was telling us how, um, how he got up in the morning, God was telling him, um, you're not present. You're not present. And he, he had an argument in his heart. He said, oh, how You know, I'm, what do you mean I'm not present, you know? And then he recalled a time that his own kids said that to him, his adult kids, like a, a couple of years ago, a few years ago, whatever, they said, you weren't really present. And he said, yes, I was. I was at your games. I was, you know, I was <laughs> I, all the things I, I was at with you at home and raised you. And they said, yeah, but there was something missing. And he knew exactly what it was. It was um, it was this. It was uh, the fact that even though he's with somebody or in a situation, he's already thinking about the next person he's going to be with or the next situation he's got to take care of or (laughs) that kind of thing. And God showed him, and this is where I'm going to stop quoting Chris, um, but that, that God's got all these little things planned throughout the day for him that he's missing out on. Because he's not being present. And to me, this was not just a cool story or a cool testimony. This was stabbing me in the heart like a knife, but a good fiery knife. You know? And uh, uh so I so I took it seriously for my own self. Um there's also mention in the same sermon, in the same message about Finding God's pleasure in a moment, um, which is something we don't do if we're not being present. I'm not gonna ask you guys to raise hands like a classroom, but, but at least can I feel in the room? Is somebody at least tracking with me that you're not, that I'm not alone? Okay. Alright, cool. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I will say this. I, have been and can be and am at times pretty good about being present with the Lord. Um, my favorite place to be is in solitude with him. I love it. And, uh, but I want more, you know, <laughs> but I, I go through these patterns, um, over and over again, patterns that if I allow myself to feel guilty, and just let guilt pile over me, then I'll never get back, you know, out, out of the bad pattern. Um, so I just, I just go, okay, God, do what you want to do with me. And this is the pattern where I will, where, where busyness starts to pile up a little bit here and there. And then like little tiny by little tiny, like my priorities shift and change to accommodate what looks like, you know, the important stuff until my actual focused, present time with the Lord is diminished to, you know, a, a few talks in the car, um, listening to some worship music, um, uh, and, and I, I talk to him throughout the day, but I like, to, I like to really get with him, really get in the secret place with his face, and, um, but that begins to diminish, and then all of a sudden, I'll, I'll figure it out, usually in an unpleasant way. You know because i because I all of a sudden see how I'm handling things differently, um, how I'm viewing things differently, you know so even though um this message was hitting me hard uh a few, a few weeks, where we went in November, I think um, it really hit me this week about my time with God, and I'll tell you a cool thing, and then i'll I'll kind of go back up to the being present thing, but I I uh, had to go meet. I, I wanted. To, I had to go meet a friend from Israel. Actually, lives in Jerusalem, um, who is in in uh, San Jose this week, and I figured, hey, I'm got I've got some studying to do, and I think I'll go down early and go to the Convergence House of Prayer down there. Um, I haven't been there yet, even though my Friends run the place, you know, and um, so I went down there thinking I'm going to work on a bunch of stuff in this prayer room, you know. <laughs> and I walk in, and you know, my senses were tingling because I love design, and that building is cool. I mean, it it is. Ha- anyone been to Verve Coffee in San Jose, Santa Cruz? Are you sa- really? Oh, well, thank you, honey, and and you. <laughs> If you're in Santa Cruz, you gotta go to Verve Coffee. That is some, not only some cool, yummy coffee, really good, strong, powerful coffee, put hair on your chest, but, um, well, not, not, uh, but the design of the building is just really cool. Kind of that chic industrial, you know, look. Love it. Anyway, they, the Convergence House of Prayer hired the person who designed Verve to come design their building. Dang. So, of course, I'm walking in I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, they got a cool coffee shop in there and stuff. A guy meets me in the lobby. He's like, you look familiar. And he recognized me from something. So he gave me a tour. And then, and so as he's giving me the tour, I'm so thankful, but already I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to get my stuff done, you know. But when he, when he finally, you know, dismisses himself and leaves me to the room, um, I'm the only one in the prayer room. Uh, in fact, there's not even anybody on stage there was there was music being um, piped in Nina Landis, one of the worship leaders down there it was her and uh so i i I get my laptop out, set it down, and then that's when it hits me. God is going hi it's good to have you back. I really hear this in my heart it's so good to have you. Are you going to get busy with that stuff or are you you gonna <laughs> So for four hours, I, I, um, I walked around. I fell on the ground in the front. I'd laid there sobbing. I, I heard some stuff I haven't heard from him in a while because it was me not, not coming to hear it. Um, oh my gosh, creativity started rising up in me. Um, all kinds of stuff. And I just kept hearing him say, thank you. Thank you. I love, I love being with you. He was telling me a lot more stuff about me. Um, that was really encouraging actually. And, uh, but I, I went, Oh man, I want to be present all the time. I want to be present all the time. Cause when I heard this message about being present, I started really thinking about people, you know, my kids, my own two kids. I, I really want to be focused and present with them, not sitting on a laptop, you know? Um, and not thinking about other things when they're trying to talk to me, they're growing up they're grown up they're you know um so I started thinking about that. I started thinking about people here, and I'm just going to get kinda honest here you know our our leadership team does a lot of stuff in this church. We come early and take all the you know these rugs and all this stuff in and and try to you know some people come and help and and set the things up and um and then after we're done. We do some ministry, but we also have to clean everything up and get be at, be out of here by ten. So, as this pattern has happened, so has this thought pattern on Saturday nights. Like, man, you know, as people wanting to talk to me or, or get some prayer, I'm like, okay, yeah, in the name of Jesus, we got to get this stuff done. You know, so sorry if that was you, but um, but that that is the kind of stuff that was hitting me you know back at the conference so i'm going to go back there um because this is very important as well um first of all i want to read to you just psalms 46:10 be still and know that i am god very common scripture so common that to some it might even be cliche but it is not a cliche <laughs> <clears throat> it's been one that really ministers to me so much so i almost got it tattooed on myself and um uh, but now it's really this the scripture's been hit, constantly hitting my brain like it's almost like god saying be still just be still be still for a second you add you know dude um no he's not i mean he no that's me saying that <laughs> but I do feel like that scripture right now is grabbing my face like a good father, and and saying, "Just look and in, look into my eyes. This is where your energy comes from." Remember, <laughs> you're feeling run down because you're trying to. Get, well, okay, never. No, let me let me go back. So, um, with people, I just felt to bring this message to you um, in consideration about everyone that you deal with. When we came back from this, and I thought, I want to be intentional about this. Um, again, this is going to be a little telling of, of how sometimes it goes through my mind on a Saturday night at the end. Uh, but I came to church. I, I was driving to church, and I said, I want to feel your pleasure on everybody that talks to me. I want to feel your pleasure toward everything that we're doing. Everything. And um, And actually... I even realized that even leading worship, which is one of my very favorite passions, uh, it's one of my most comfortable spots because I pretend you're all not here really and I just go there with them, you know, and, you uh, know, <laughs> in, in a sense, in a sense, <clears throat> I, I feel you all too and I'm aware, but, you know, I'm, I'm able to go in the zone. I, I didn't, I shouldn't have said it that way. <sighs> You get what I mean, right? <laughs> what I mean is, it's, well, anyway, okay. So, uh, <laughs> oh, Toddy, boy. Um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but I felt, like, I felt like Holy Spirit was showing me, you know, even that you, it's, it becomes routine when you got you to make sure you get the piano put away and all, you know, all this stuff to get done. So I drove to church. I go, I want to feel your pleasure on everything, everything. And I did. I really did. And I've, and have I perfected this over the past couple of weeks since of that thing? No. But I am, I'm, I'm reminding myself as we need to do to develop habits, you know, to develop a new pattern, uh, I, that I want to, this. And so I keep asking him over and over again. I came to church that night, and man, I just got weepy when I came in here. God loves blazing fire, oh yeah um and the night it was just so my heart was just oh was just so gushy and mushy, you know, and after church in the when it was getting closer to that ten o'clock hour, um somebody grabbed my arm as I'm trying to get somewhere which which actually typically i'd I would think, oh, okay, make it quick because we got to get out of here. Um, somebody grabbed my arm, and I just, in my head, I said, I want to feel your pleasure right now, God. And I looked at her in, in the eyes, and I did. I felt what he was wanting to say to her. Oh, my goodness. Um, I just, I wasn't worried about and And the time just worked out. We got out of here on time. It just worked out. He is the master of time. He's the one who made it, right? So we give him time, which we do by giving other people time. Um, the real thing, though, our present time. And he'll make it work out. I'm actually convinced if we don't, if we're not present and we're trying to do that, it's the time is not going to work out. We'll still be hurried, hurried, hurried. Is that? Okay, yeah. Um, I wasn't talking about Dirk. I was, you know, hurried, you know, (laughs) I love your beard, Dirk. Uh, some people didn't get that, but anyway, uh, I just feel kind of an urgency about this, about this thing. I really do. Um, I, 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 I wanted to share with you and do a little exercise with you um, about some of the things I felt like Holy Spirit was saying to me about what I might be missing throughout the day when I'm not being present. first of all i, I I'm reminded um of matthew six thirty four that says, "Therefore don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will worry about itself, but each day has enough trouble of its own." Well, that doesn't sound too promising when it says it's got trouble of its own. I was meditating on this, and what I heard Holy Spirit say is it does. Each day has got its own case, and I am right in that moment to help you with that case. So stop worrying about tomorrow. Stop doing that. We even have a scripture, you guys, that almost makes it sound like we can't make any plans. (laughs) Um Yeah, let me read it. It uh sorry, I just lost my I I lost it here. Hang on a second. Oh yeah, yeah. It like in James four it says, Look here, uh you who say today or tomorrow we are going to a certain town and we will stay there a year. We do business there and make profit. How do you know what your life is going to be like tomorrow? Your life is like the morning fog. It's here a little while and then it goes away. Um, in another version it says, whereas ye not, uh, you don't know what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It's but a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. <laughs> And I was asking him about that, like, well, aren't we, you know, isn't it wise, though, to plan ahead some things? Absolutely it is. But still, we need to be present with him now where he is the planner. You know what I'm saying? If we're, if we're, if we're, I, I take this to to mean that if we're going ahead and we're just not including him, we're not being present with him and, and how he's saying to do it, you you could calculate everything wrong. This is business, this is ministry, this is your next coffee meeting to minister to somebody. You know? Um so I you know, I asked God, what is this you know, I, I know this is true, I feel it's true, but how true is it? Like, what kind of things have I missed throughout the day when I'm not being present and I know I haven't? You know? <laughs> and he told me uh in my heart little kisses here and there that would soften your heart all throughout the day. Um, There's little bits of wisdom about some things that you felt frustrated about, that I was right on it, but you felt so frustrated, but you were also just worried and thinking about the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, and not really spending time right in the moment with me, this is God talking, Um, me, who has all the answers. You've missed a few of those things, you know? Um, there's several things like that. Then of course he is the comforter and he, you know, he let my heart know. He's like, but Todd, you're not a big loser (laughs) and you haven't missed out on life. Let's just get back on track. I can make all things new. (laughs) So it's not like, "Oh darn it, darn it, man. I really missed that. Dang it. You know, now what do I do? Now what I do, just sit in the lap of who makes all things new, (laughs) you know, he still alters time for you. It's incredible. Um, I just, I I wanted to, for us, all of us to take a moment, take a couple moments tonight, maybe get out a notepad or a phone, you know, with some notes on it or whatever. And we're going to get, we're going to ask God. If I haven't been present, what have I missed on out on that you wanted to show me? I prayed about this. And I felt like he's going to really talk to some of you. Some of you might not hear anything, but fear not. He's going to talk to you in the days to come. So let's do, let's just ask him that. This isn't to shame us, actually, by the way. This is actually an encouragement to see where we can grow from and to pray for and say, hey, I want to go back to this. Can we, can we work this out together now? So, yeah, what is it, Holy Spirit, that you'd like to show us that we're missing out on by not being present? I feel like maybe a couple of people have already heard something and I don't want my voice to be a distraction, but, um, I'm going to move on a little bit and I'm going to ask though, are there a couple of you that just heard something that you could really briefly share with us that you'd like to share with us? Sarah. Okay. You guys hear that? Yeah, uh, that was. If you if you slow down, I'm going to give you. Yeah, the answers that that line up with the desires of your heart, basically, right? Yeah. Anybody else? So good. Um giving love the way people really need love is what she said. The way they really need it, the authentic is what I'm hearing you say. How about one more? Any more? Yeah. I uh, I, I kept hearing better thing. And I thought that's what is that scripture? And I'm pulling it up out of Hebrews. And God would want to assure any of us that we haven't missed the mark, but that there is a better thing. There is more of a shalom being where everything is in that, that he wants to move us to. And um, since God has provided something better for us, that apart from us, they should not be made perfect. I mean, to come into that perfection that Brent has talked about before, that. That's what I was, hit. that's what I pulled up. That's good. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, in in researching this in my heart and the prayer with the Lord and the word, um, there's something else I got, too. And I felt like this was going to be pivotal for some folks. And I, I'm not trying to bring everything to a, such a serious place, but I felt like a few people really needed this. But there are, uh, are first of all, am, is it established what I'm talking about by not being present? Is everyone... Do I need to? Okay. That there are some of us that subconsciously do this on purpose to avoid pain. Because if you are present, you're going to face and see some things that are causing some pain um, rather than just letting yourself not be present and just go to the next thing to avoid some pain. But what I heard Holy Spirit saying to me today and praying for this was, um, allow that to happen because that's where He is wanting to help you take care of that matter. He really is. Don't be scared of the pain. <laughs> I mean, He took the brunt of it, trust me. He really did. Um, but that thing right there, it, when you work that out together, in that present moment with the Lord, oh my gosh, you're going to seriously look back at it and go, "Oh man, I feel like Iron Man now, you know I feel so I feel so solid now, Wow, how did this happen? Oh, because I stayed with the Lord in this moment in this in this thing that came up in my my head again, my heart again, and let him work it out with me and it ugh, it was ouchy, like that fiery knife, I said, you know. But now look where I'm at! Oh my goodness, I'm walking on sunshine, you know. Now I'm helping somebody else who just came to me with the same thing. That's what I heard him talking about, you know. One of the one of the many reasons to stay present. (laughs) Uh, yeah. When when Karina and I went on sabbatical a couple years ago. Um, we've, we've talked to you guys about this before, so it's okay to mention this, I'm sure. But, uh, we had a talk with our kids. We were asking them, what do you think about us going on sabbatical and all this kind of stuff? And our kids told us that we're not present with them. That's not how they worded it, but that's what they told us. (laughs) Yeah. All you guys talk about is blazing fire and all you, you know, and you're all all busy 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 doing this and that and this and that and this and that, and at home it's not it's almost like you're not really there now. please go on the sabbatical with us <laughs> and we took it seriously. We let our kids uh minister to us like this, you know, and we did, and we got we got focused again, but like I said. Patterns sometimes creep back in, and you, we got to be proactive. We just really do. you got to keep momentum going. Momentum is a good thing. Um, because there might be somebody that walks into your pathway tomorrow that that has a massive, serious thing going on. That simple word from your mouth, from your heart, from his heart out of your mouth might change everything everything we've talked about this with the teenagers and we we go to one of the more drastic subject matters because they've they've heard these things but you you think we think about suicide like there could be somebody actually suicidal who needs to hear from you and if you could take a moment and be really present and not 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 uh, uh, over here over here scattered I always see it like Scooby-Doo the opening of Scooby-Doo when I think of myself being scattered and not in the moment, do you remember the opening of Scooby-Doo? And there's was, there was this one, you know, the scooby doo doo where are you? <laughs> yeah, and then there's, you know they're showing all these scenes, and all of a sudden you see this one thing where Scooby is going over here, over there, over this way, over that way, and his tail's like in the middle. Hey, you remember what I'm talking about now? Does the visual? Okay, whatever. Visuals come to me. and i always think i think of that scooby-doo when i feel scattered um because it looks crazy and unnatural you know uh god is here in this moment with us right now ready to give you an affectionate kiss a hug an answer to something for you or for someone else especially someone that you love you know i mean i want to urge all parents be present with your kids. Be present with them. They need it. They're going to be, I cannot believe my son is 21 and my daughter is 19. I just can hardly believe it because we were just holding them in the hospital yesterday. You know, I mean, everyone who, you know, has kids that are growing up knows what I'm talking about. It's the truth. It it it's bizarre how fast it feels that it goes by and they need you. They really need you. The sacrifice? Absolutely. Worth it? <laughs> you bet, because the fruit that's going to come out of your own loins into this earth is going to be crazy good. Crazy good. That's the olive shoots around the table that Bible talks about. And you have an opportunity to let that oil come on out, you know? It's so good, you guys. Um, you know, there's some other simple scriptures that we know that, that really hit me in, in consideration of this subject matter, like Psalms 118.24. This is the day that God made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. This is the one. <laughs> he's in the now, He's in the was, and He's in the what will be. But this is the day right here. It's like, come back here. This is the day that God's made. Rejoice and be glad in it. I challenge all of us to wake up in the morning and say that. I am going to rejoice and be glad in it. Oh, but this is the day that you have to go to jury duty when you have Disneyland tickets. You know, (laughs) whatever. This is the day God made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. Why would I rejoice? Because he has all the answers. And I'm going to be in the moment with him. I'm going to be present right now. And he's going to show me the better thing. He's going to show me the way around this. Sometimes I might see the answer in another year. Sometimes a moment uh, in the moment, right then. But we're working out that answer together, being together. It's a really great thing. I, um, I, I, I was getting pictures of um, somebody being baptized, you know, in water and act and not even being in the moment (laughs) i mean i i was just seeing little pictures of of different ways that this takes place you know i wasn't seeing any particular person's face i was just seeing this happening somebody's actually in that glorious moment a symbolic and real thing where they're being washed you know you know how many people have come up out of the water and the holy spirit just saturates them and they're like yeah it changes everything but I was getting a picture of a person being baptized, but thinking about the next day, how they got to work on their taxes. And and just missed the moment, you know, <laughs> Yeah, that was cool. I got washed. Yeah, that was cool. I sat in some cool water in the summer. Pastor dunked me. I didn't drown. Cool. <laughs> got to work on these taxes instead of. Oh my gosh, a glory cloud was on my face. <laughs> you know, I got washed. I feel like I went into the river that you go into in heaven when you first got there and the earth just washes off of me. I got washed in my soul. Little moments, just little little things that, that actually, if you really think about it, that don't sound so little, but just things all throughout the day that we could be attaining with him. If we if we just stay present with him. Do you want that? I want it. I do. I want it. I, I, I want to make a commitment today to be present with you when I'm talking to you with my wife. When I'm talking to her. Um, and, and, you know, in and, and this very message. <laughs> Working on a message. I, I have a tendency, you know, I, I, me in school. We didn't get along all that well as far as academically because my brain just wanted to go create stuff all during class. Um, part of that's not a bad thing. You know, I'm just a creative dude. I can't help it. I've come to terms with it. It's the way it is. <laughs> but, um, I did need some more discipline too. And, uh, and I, I, now am studying some things that I kind of missed out because of not being present, you know? Um, he's going to help me out with that. He's not going to say, well, shame on you, ever. In fact, he says, shame on you no more. That's what he says. <laughs> um, here's another one. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Be joyful always, pray continually. And give thanks in every circumstance. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Give thanks in all circumstances. You cannot do that if you're not present in the moment. I can't. This just can't happen. Because the moment is happening, but you're already on another person, on another thing, and your heart's not getting gratitude for what's going on at the moment. Give thanks in all circumstances. Uh here's here's a cool one. Colossians four five through six. Walk in wisdom toward outsiders, make best use of the time. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Another thing that's really not so possible if you're not present in the moment. Um. I, there's a, there's an insecurity that I've had, um, and that is there's, you know, a lot of people have seen me lead worship and they think, wow, he's so outgoing and dynamic, you know, because, but that that's my passion doing that, you know, and then I love being with the teenagers and, um, I got a little energy, you know, I got a lot of energy. Uh, so, so some people have seen that and and they're like, I want to, I want to hang out with you. And I've actually avoided people because I've thought, yeah, if you hang out with me, you're going to find out just how boring I actually am, you know, (laughs) because actually I'm really an introvert. Uh, But that's been a problem for me. I mean, that's been an insecurity and and a problem. I've actually missed out on some good times with some folks and finding out the treasures in them because of this insecurity in me. And this is one of the things that God talked to me about at the conference. Todd, if you are present, if you will be present, you actually won't operate in that insecurity anymore. When a person's standing there saying, Hey, I want to be with you, you'll see inside of them what you weren't seeing before, and you'll want to be with that, and you'll allow them to see more treasures in you instead of hiding. Is this speaking to anybody? Okay. Um, you'll allow, you'll allow them to see the treasure in you and you'll feel that they see it enough to give you some more courage to actually spend time with them. Does that make sense? (laughs) So it's changing things, making a commitment to be present. It's a present to be present. (laughs) Somebody knew I was going to talk about this and said, you got to incorporate Christmas presents in there somehow. That was the best I could do. <laughs> uh, here's another one. I, I I recently was was going over this with the youth group because it's so such a crazy verse, Philippians four six. Don't be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God. Don't be anxious for anything. Holy cow. Don't be anxious for anything. That sounds like something that's impossible. And um, did you have a question? Oh. <laughs> Feel it more, sis. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I, I was looking at the teenagers. I'm like, do you, did you hear what I just, I mean, can you believe what this says? Don't be anxious about anything. You know, the way we are raised and the way we are um, uh you know, the way our society is going, that sounds like a crazy dream. But actually it's true. It's here in the Word. It's God's idea, so it is true. How can we possibly do that? We've got to be present in the moment. That's how. Really. Because He's right here in this moment. Anxiousness comes when you're fearful about something upcoming. <laughs> This thing is multi level, you know, multifaceted. It's crazy. It's it really is. Don't be anxious for anything. Actually, it's possible. Stay with me in this moment. Stay with me in this moment. Stay with me, Todd. Oh man. Um, here's another cool one. Colossians three seventeen. Whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him. To God the Father, how how could I be a representative to Marilyn here if Marilyn is like, "Hey, Todd, I really need you know some prayer," and um, I just felt to come to you, and my heart is like, "That's great." Here, let me pray for you. While while I'm thinking, I gotta get over here though. I gotta get I gotta get to this next thing. Where am I gonna be busy there? (laughs) <laughs> you know, um, am I being a true representative of the Lord right there? I don't think so. But if I were, if I were honed in and I went, yeah, what is it? All of a sudden our spirits are going to start connecting and going like this. I'm going to hear and she's going to tell and I'm going to feel what Holy Spirit is saying about that thing. And we're going to get some res- resolution, even just some peace. Being a representative. That's a cool scripture, don't you think? Well, I'm so sinful and dark. And you should have seen what I just did five minutes ago. How could I be a representative? Uh, that was five minutes ago. Be present. With the one who is. Isn't that cool? <laughs> I'm going to read that one again. And Whatever you do or say, whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus. We can do this. We will do it. Another one that I love is don't lean on your own understanding. Proverbs 3, 5. Do not lean on your own understanding, but in everything you do, acknowledge him. And he's going to direct the path. He will. That sounds like another Sunday school thing we heard, right? I mean, a long time ago. Wow, that's a good scripture. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Think of the power in that scripture. Think of it. Do not lean on your own understanding. If, <clears throat> if we are not being present, but our understanding is caught up in what we're trying to get done or how we're trying to figure out how to do this or trying to get this, to, you know, or thinking about what, oh, no, this thing that might happen tomorrow, oh, gosh, um, then our understanding is, is futile. It's, it's not worth it anyway, you know. Lean into his understanding. He knows exactly what's going on right at that moment. Lean into his understanding and acknowledge him in everything, and he's going to make the path straight for you. He's going to direct you. It's actually true. Yeah. It's good stuff. So I just, I wanted to share briefly. Um, it's actually, we got five minutes to for the parents to get their kids. I want to pray this over you guys and me <laughs> all of us together as a family uh and and you know when we get a chance to share with you up here it it feels really short you know we we come back to oh yeah i wanted to tell him that but oh no you know <laughs> well it's just you know there's so much to say this is where I, I say to you take this and go to the lord and say show me some stuff about being present with you being present with the people around me and in situations you have me in. You might actually discover that He has you in some situations that you thought you weren't supposed to be in. Very possible. Because you didn't stay there long enough to figure out what's going on. Holy Spirit, you are here and so are we. Look at this. (laughs) <laughs> Woo. It's the very reason some people's bodies react and make funny sounds. <laughs> Laughing, crying, worshiping you, God. I ask you, Holy Spirit, to just remind us all to just be present. I I need this. I need to remind myself. I need to remind uh, you to remind me and to have a partnership going on with you. Your word says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. That's right now. (laughs) That's right now. In five minutes from now, it's going to be right now. Teach us, God, how to break patterns of not being present. Of not knowing what your pleasure is in a moment. And I'm asking you to teach us to reverse that and to know and feel your pleasure in a moment, God. What's your what's your pleasure on the person about the person that we're talking to in a moment? What's your pleasure on something we've got our we're put our hand to? Business, planting something, making something, music, whatever it is. What's your pleasure in that? Here's open heart. God, we'd like some open heart surgery. It's okay. We just want to be made more like you. (laughs) Because you are. You're the one who is. Thank you, God. I ask God that you would also allow us to see how when we do this, We start dipping into heaven because heaven is going on right now, right now in the eternal realm. And that's where you are. We're present with you. We start dipping into that realm with you. Thank you, God. There's a lot of resource there. We thank you, Father, for your resource. We thank you, Father, for filling us with love. If we're present in the moment, love is bound to come take over our hearts. You are love, God consume us in the moment and two minutes from now consume us tomorrow God seven days from now let us be in that moment where love is and be consumed by love fiery passionate people who have eyes that are kind because we're right there in the moment with love thank you God Thank you, Father. Thank you for the things that you've got planned for us. Thank you, God, for these little kisses throughout the day. Thank you for the know-how about some things, ideas, concepts, insights. We're going to latch on to those things, God. There's inventors in the room. <laughs> There's inventors in the room who will hang out with you right in the moment, right when you're saying, now do this and move this and create this. God, thank you, Father. There's healers here. Thank you, Father. I just really want to learn this. Thank you, Jesus.